The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, wow! Now Gilbert Burns hammers away. Gilbert Burns wanted a changing of the guard, and perhaps we just got it. Don't throw power, just speed. Your winner, Gilbert Burns. And it goes down. Leon Edwards is pouring out the pressure. Ladies and gentlemen, Leon Rocky Edwards. Oh, he's under the chin. tight. I tell everybody, once I take you down, it's going to be a long night. I'm not just saying that for fluff, man. Aljamain Sterling, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're out of here. Hey, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, bit of a crazy day today. We got Leon Edwards, uh, hopefully Gilbert Burns, and hopefully Matt Sarah can check in. Aljo, thank you. Uh, you know, it, it's like talking to a friend is so much easier than somebody I don't know. So I'm, I'm thank you for joining today and, and helping me out here. Of course. Thanks for having me. It's always a good time. Um, and it's funny, of all the posters behind you, and we can talk about them, uh, you know, after our first guest, but... Uh, I, the one that the came, is that Velasquez uh, in Ganu? I can only make out a couple letters. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's an old school, maybe cause it's yellow and red, but that lo- literally looks like something that would say like Lamada and Robinson on it. That, that's a very old school look. Yeah. Well also Cain Velasquez went to Arizona state. So that's actually their colors at the school too. And they fought in, uh, they fought in Arizona and um, that was the first ESPN card. So I got the fight on the first ever ESPN card. ESPN one. Leon, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. And uh, do you and you guys know each other? Uh, kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> what up? We good? Yeah, yeah. All is well. Um, where where are you today? Uh, are you are you uh, over in England? Where are you? I'm um, in the UK. Yeah, at home in the UK. So now that Fight Island is open and actually operational, and it looks like it's actually going to be needed, because for a while it seemed like things would get back to normal, and now we know they're not. Um, when are you hoping to finally get a fight in since uh, your fight with Woodley didn't go? Um, September, probably. I'm hearing that they're going back to Abu Dhabi in September, and I know that we can fly to Abu Dhabi from the UK, so I'm hoping that September um, will be a good date for me, because I don't think we can fly to the States at the moment. so. September, we're good. Abu Dhabi. 
Oh, you guys can fly back and forth now if you want to? To Abu Dhabi and like to Europe, like Spain and stuff like that. But as far as like um, the States, I don't know about like Vegas and nothing. I don't know how that'll work. But I know we can go to like Dubai and Abu Dhabi right now. So, um, yeah. You also, uh, it's rumored, you know, obviously people say, well, will, will Leon fight Gilbert for, uh, you know, a, a number one contender spot uh, to take Usman? What do you think of that? And I want Gilbert, we have uh, a little later. Do you think that's fair to him, just considering he was supposed to get the shot and then, uh, you know, the COVID <laughs> kind of? Uh, they, they came to me first for the shot, right? So they came to me before they went to Gilbert. But also, I haven't trained. Um, properly since March, April, because the gym's been closed in the UK and they're still closed now. And they're back open on the 25th of July. Um, the government said so. Um, so they came to me. So we both we both lost the opportunity of over COVID, right? So we both got the same excuse as to why we couldn't do the fight. So I, I don't see how a guy coming up from lightweight, like I'm not out at lightweight now on a four fight win streak. I'm on an eight fight win streak. Deserved a shot over me. You know what I mean? And, that's just my point. But if I have to fight Gilbert or Marcelo or whoever to prove my case and to fight, to fight for the world title, then I will consider it. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a fair point. What did you think of uh, Masvidal? And again, I, I think he had been, he was going to fight him and he wasn't going to fight him. And then he was, and he kind of took it on six days, but I think he had been training anyway. What did, what did you think? Uh, did that fight kind of go the way you thought it was going to go? Or, or were you surprised by anything that you saw? I, I thought it went the way it, it, it would have went. I don't even got like an eight week camp. I think it wasn't just a bit of, a better fire than Mazdorov, you know what I mean? Um, he is the bigger, stronger guy. He's more athletic. He's been more busy and he's more well-rounded, right? So uh, I picked Usman going into the fight to to basically did what he did. Um, just out, outworked him, out, out muscled him, and that's, that's what he did. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of exhausts you up against the... Uh, and, and, you know, Dana raised a good point in the post-fight press conference about his cardio, and, and he must have been training. Otherwise, you don't, you, don't, you don't fight off takedowns like that for five rounds against... Usman, if you're not in some kind of fighting shape. Yeah, exactly. And also, that he was training on Instagram, like with wrestlers and stuff. So I know, I know that he was prepping for the fight. You know, what I mean, he was meant to fight Usman anyway, only because they couldn't get the deal done. That's why he didn't fight. But um, yeah, I think it was four, ten out of ten times. I think Usman beats him nine out of ten. And uh, we've said many times, Matt is over with Dana right now. Um, the, the, you know, do, uh, doing I think looking for a, a fight. But we both always say how we think that you're the overlooked guy. And it's probably because you're, and you're right, you are on an eight-fight win streak. And, um, I, you know, you definitely deserve a shot uh, next. And I know Masvidal, I, I wanted to see you and Masvidal was the fight that I had wanted to see after that altercation you guys had. So is there still bad blood between you guys? Or is that something that you just don't care about at this point? No, nah, no, nah, that's, that's bad blood till, till they get settled, right? And even after, it's still bad blood. So, um, now nah, that needs to happen. And hopefully, like I said, if, if Usman is, I know he's saying take, take some time off. So if he's if taking time off, then Mazda will be a good fight. Um, he's a big name in the sport, and so I think that'll be a good fight. Or, or like I said, or Gilbert, either, either or uh, I couldn't care. Yeah, I think one of those two fights make the most sense. Either the Masvidal fight for you guys with that whole thing to, to kind of settle that, and uh, obviously Masvidal is riding high right now. People are is is a pretty big name in, in the division, so I think win over a guy like that will really put you in a limelight position. Where I think I'm I'm in the same position where a little bit underappreciated for the work that you've done and the things that you've accomplished so far. And a five win streak, I think that speaks for itself. And uh, it's just unfortunate this all this stuff happened. But I think a win over him might, in, in hindsight, be better than beating Burns. That's just my opinion. For sure, I, I feel the same way. I think a win over Masvidal, stake 
more of a claim than being Gilbert, right? Yeah. He's a, um, the hype is around him at the moment. So if I go out there and dust him, I think that, that would prove my case that I am next in line. Yeah, Alto, you're in the kind of the same boat. That's right. Like you guys are both guys who easily could have made a case for a shot at the title a year ago, uh, you know, or, or, or certainly next in line. How frustrating is it when, when you feel like, what do I have to do? Uh, especially after that last, you know, you, you, you went over uh, uh, Sanhagen. How do you feel like being made to be kind of in limbo? It's got to get very frustrating after a while. Oh, a thousand percent. I think, um, you just kind of don't know which direction to take because you, you're kind of just taking these fights, hoping that this one's going to be the one and this one's going to be the one. And then you don't have a light at the end of the tunnel. So it's almost like, well, what do I, what else do I have to do? I need a clear cut path so that I can know where I got to go in order to, to fight for a world title. Cause that's ultimately why we're, why we're doing this. You know, we want to fight for a world title. That's where the recognition comes from. That's where the fame comes from. And that's at the end of the day, the opportunity. So many doors get unlocked once you have that UFC belt and uh, I just want my shot at the title, you know. So, and I can I can understand where where uh, Leon is feeling, you know, the same exact thing. It's um, it's, it can be very very frustrating, especially when it's like you have no control over it. So I kind of just try to let go of it and just kind of just control what I can control, and that's just keep winning. You keep winning. Eventually, they can't deny you, but it does get old really really quick. It does get old. Sure, you, and sure. you're both very nice guys too. Like you're, you're both just, you, you know, you're both uh, genuine, nice people. Do you feel like how come guys who just seem to talk the most or, 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 or say the most ridiculous things get the shots over, over guys who are, are nice. Does that ever get to a point too, where you're like, what do I have to do? I have to be an asshole to get a shot. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly what it is. Right. You gotta like change your like personality and like, look at Maslow. Everything you said it wasn't going to be, that's why he turned out, you know what I mean? And, so I think you have to do some kind of gimmick like that to get the shot, it seems like, you know what I mean? But um, I'll, I'll keep doing my thing, keep tripping away. And I'll, like I said, can't do no winners, you know what I mean? So I'm not one fight away, if not deserve to tell shot right now. So we'll see. What did you think of uh, Woodley Burns? Tyron, I mean, look, I, I know that after everyone, there's a target on your back. But, but I, I was saying, like, you know, he's lost 10 straight rounds in the UFC. And that's very unlike him. He, he was such a dominant fighter for so long. And in between rounds one and two of him fighting Burns, it seemed like he was, I don't want to say lost, because you know that he's not a physically a fearful guy. What do you think is happening when you see that look between rounds? Is he losing confidence? Does he not want to – what do you think that is? It, it, it did the same look with Usman. Um, I don't know. I think just – you think – once his power's not working, like his, 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 his overhands, once he can't land it, he can't like just shuts down and just kind of like cruises his way to, 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 to loss, right? So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's been very, very weird since Usman. And, um, but yeah, from when I was watching the fight with Burns, I was like, oh, that, that, that should have been me. You know what I mean? Because like, I, I was with the headline with, with, with Woodley in London and I knew going into the fight what I would have done. Um, probably the same, even worse, you know what I mean? So um, to have the opportunity taken away from me and then see Burns go out there and did what he did and now everyone's like, oh, Burns deserves a title shot. Burns deserves, like, it's it frustrating. But like I say, I'm a control. Um, nothing I could have done and it is what it is. And you're going back into the gym uh, the 25th. You said they're opening up, so maybe uh, it might have been wise for you to wait uh, if you haven't been able to train properly. It's probably. Was there a part of you if they offered it to you though? Was there a part of you that's like, it's hard to say no um, because if you say no, you never know if it comes back again, or or was it very easy for you to say no? Um, 
a, a little bit, a little bit. But like I said, I'll, I'll put the work in, you know what I mean? I've earned my position in like, like a, uh, do you want it or not? Because you haven't earned it, you know what I mean? I've more than earned my position to fight for the world title, you know what I mean? And I spoke to my, team, I spoke to my coaches, um, my management team, and just wasn't the right time to do it. Um, like I said, I've been training martial arts now properly since March, April. So for me now to go out there and fight for the title, um, I've done... It wouldn't have been fair to me and my coaches to even consider doing that, you know what I mean? Especially if you earned your way in the position that you're in. Does the stylistic matchup of a guy, because it's an Usman, or would this have been the same with any fighter? Or, or might have you thought differently if it was a guy like Masvidal who fights a different fight, whereas Usman is just, you know what he's going to do. He's such an exhausting, pressed up against the, the, the cage guy. Not that you take one lighter than the other. But might that have changed the way you saw it if it was a guy who stylistically was a little bit different? Um, probably, probably, and probably like what's on the line, right? The world title's on the line, you know what I mean? So if I'm going to fight for the world title, I want to give myself the best opportunity to prepare myself and to and to, to um, compete for the world title. You know what I mean? The first time I fought Usman um, when I was 21, 22 years old, I kind of like went away to the to AKA and my old camp was, was about defending his wrestling and not what I need to do to win the fight. I mean, so um, since coming back to the UK, I've gained an eight-fight win streak. So I would have liked to prepare myself and do it properly this time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, Masvidal's defense was pretty good. I mean, uh, and especially in the first round, when he got, uh, I, I, Usman grabbed a kick and, and he got on top of him. And you're like, oh, this is fucking ugly. This is 40 minutes in, uh, 40 seconds into the fight. And uh, he's still, they're not sweating. And he still manages to get back up, which was, that had to be a tremendous confidence boost for him. I didn't realize he was that good at, uh, with takedown defense. Yeah, he was, he was scrambling, scrambling back to his feet um, very well, but then he gets stuck, stuck on the cage, right, for like four minutes of the round. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think probably cardio. He didn't want to like give too much energy trying to separate um, from Usman. Um, I don't know. But like I said, his, his scrambles was good back to his feet. Now, let me ask you guys both. Uh, it, it seemed like Usman was doing this awful thing, which was just foot stomping. And I, I, I imagine you get used to that. To, does that. Is that as unpleasant as it looks? Um, for me, it, not, not uh, at the moment. It's not it's like after, like, in the morning, your toes are, like, your foot swollen and shit. But uh, at the moment, I don't, you don't really feel much. It's a stump. That's, that's it. Yeah, it's a, it's a frustrating thing, like, after, like, five, then you're like, all right, I got to move my feet, and it's almost like you're playing, like, like almost like a hot potato with your toes, and you're just trying to just not leave. The first time I ever dealt with that was against Brian Caraway, and he, he taught me, I thought it was the cheesiest thing, but after having to deal with that, I learned, you know what, this is MMA, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to win, and every single fight I've been doing it since, but that was, like, most foot stomps I think I've ever seen, especially in a title fight. Are there guys that kind of agree not to do it? Like, I've heard that there are guys at times that won't foot. It's almost like when, when uh, an offensive and a defensive lineman will, 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 I mean, they're going head to head, but they kind of have an understanding. They're both going to give 80% and not kill each other. Are there times when, when two guys will fight where they just both kind of are, right, neither one of us will do that? Um, not with me. I've never, like, agreed with the opponent not to stop someone right? Uh, like I said, I do whatever to win. So if that, that can lead me to victory, then I'll do whatever. Yeah, for me, it was like an unwritten rule. But um, yeah, after the Caraway thing, I was like, yeah, all bets are off, man. No one's going to get me to to feel bad about their toes because I think one of my toes is still a little crooked from that. <laughs> <laughs> Before we let you go, how psyched are you to, be, to you know, again, July 25th is, uh, I mean, you know, 10 days away. 
How good does it feel? And are you nervous about getting back into the training or are you confident that you'll be okay and healthy? Um, uh, I'm excited to get back into the gym. Like I said, the gym's been closed now since um, March. So now to be able to have like a date when the gym is back open and hopefully we can somehow make it safe for the athletes to train. And um, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm hoping I'm a coach. So we can have like a safe environment to train, but I'm excited to get back to a routine. It's been boring. <laughs> yeah. Just... Are you guys slowly reopening there? Is it very slow? Yeah, yeah, a lot of shops opened last week, I think. You know what I mean? The restaurants opened last week. Um, but as far as the gyms, is next, next 25th, next week. What was the first thing you did that you could now do that you couldn't do for three months? Was there anything that you just, I have to do this because I can? Um, oh, I went out to eat. <laughs> I, took, <laughs> I took my son out last week um, to get some food, in, in, like sit in a restaurant and eat food, and that, that, that was fun. Isn't it weird how when you see people now in a store or a restaurant, you're like, I took this for granted my whole life. And then all of a sudden, everything's like, it's actually nice just to be in a store looking at a shirt that I know I don't want because I can, <laughs> I can come in and interact with other people. It is weird. This shit we took for granted that you probably won't take for granted again. Yeah, for real, for real. I, I, I did the same thing. I went, went shopping in there. I, like, I was doing like random shit that I, would, that I wouldn't normally do. Like going for shopping and looking in the stores and just enjoying it. But yeah, it's weird. It is weird because the whole world is falling apart in one, you know, there's riots and everybody's angry at each other. And then you're in a store and everybody's overly polite. Everybody's giving each other six feet of room and, oh, you first and no one's next to each other. It's a crazy, what a crazy time this is. Yeah, 2020 has been, it's been a crazy, crazy, very weird year, but hopefully we'll get better, right? So hopefully. Well, you haven't fought, I guess, July of uh, 19. uh, It's been a year, right? Um, yeah. yeah, hopefully by September, I like, we would love to see you. I would love to see you. Uh, I, I don't know how, how, what kind of condition Masvidal is in right now after, after doing five rounds like that. Um, but it'll be uh, either you, either him or, or Burns for you, I guess in, in September, October, we look forward to it, man. We love watching you and it's been way too long since we got to see you fight. Good man. Thank you, brother. Hopefully see you soon. Yeah. Best of luck. What, what part of Jamaica are you from? Well, I wasn't born there. My parents from uh, Kingston. Oh, same, same, same. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, in Kingston, as well. Did you grow up there or before? Before? Uh, how old were you when you left? Um, seven, I think. Seven, eight. Yeah, my, my dad brought me to the UK. Yeah, yeah seven, eight. Do you go so, back at all? Yeah, I've been about five years ago. Um, I might go this. I was, I was planning to go this year for my birthday, but probably next year now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll go next year now, hopefully for my birthday. Now, yeah. do you still, like, do you go back to her? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Alja. No, I was going to say, my grandma's actually in London now. She lives, she's been living there for probably about the past, I want to say, 20-something years now. So she's got residency over there and all that. So, but yeah, they all grew up down there. They all grew up down there. Yeah, that's wicked, that's wicked. Have you, have you been back? Have you been to visit? Yeah, no? I went down 2017 after I fought Henry Burrell. did, like, some pro bono seminars over there. And uh, I was trying to go back this year, playing a little vacation, and this whole thing happened. So that kind of got slowed down. Yeah, same, same. So good. When you go back, uh, Leon, uh, do you have, uh, I guess, a lot of you know, childhood friends that you still keep in touch with when you go back to the old neighborhood, or is it just so far removed because you were so young when you left? My, my, like, my nanny's still there, and my aunties are still in, in lives in Kingston. Uh, so well, my mom's sister and stuff, so I still go back to, to I'm going to go back I go see my family and um, chill with my family and stuff. And I, I, I've been speaking to like, the government in Jamaica to try to do like some kind of MMA like charity thing in Jamaica at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. 
Okay. Well, look, man, good talking to you. And we're happy that you're getting back in the gym in 10 days. And uh, hopefully there'll be something booked for you, for you very soon, either with Master Dollar or Gilbert Burns. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I didn't even think of that. You guys are in the same boat kind of as two guys that really deserve uh, a shot at the belt. And you're both going to get it, but it's, it's frustrating to have to see the weight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's on real time what we have to deal with now. It's almost like you're jumping through hoops and all this stuff, and you don't know where the clear-cut path is. And you're just hoping, like, this is the one. Maybe get on the mic, talk a little shit, and hopefully they, they do the right thing. But it's almost like they're forcing you – without forcing you to sell your soul a little bit to, to get a fight that you earned, you know? So it's, uh, it's kind of tough. What did you think of uh, Jan Aldo? I thought it was a great fight. I thought um, Jan did what I thought he was going to do. I thought he was the harder hitter. I thought Aldo was faster, going to be a little bit more technical, which we did see with the leg kicks and the clean shots that he was landing. And then Jan with the high defense, he did really well with that. And then he took the opening for that switch kick to the body. And I was calling for it the entire time. I was like, man, his ribs are so wide open. And he threw the switch kick. Sure enough, Aldo was hurt. He tried to shoot. And uh, Jan ended up on top, punching him right in the bread basket. Boom, it looked like he got hit with a shotgun when he was on the ground. Is that he round one, right? A little two take, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Was that the first round when he got, it looked like he really got hurt? I think that, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. early, right? Yeah. yeah. And everyone thought his ribs were broken. I was like, nah, nah, his ribs aren't broken. That's a that's a shot to the bread basket and a liver shot, a liver kick that he got hit with. So um a tough fight, man. And uh Aldo did come back a little bit, but for the most part, it was pretty much Petey on from there. He he just slowly picked him apart. And I think um the cardio really, really played a factor in that. I think Aldo, he's he's big, a three-round fight. I think Aldo wins that, but um five rounds is just it's different. Yeah, and it seemed like I think uh, we talked to uh, uh, Piotr on Monday, and I, I think Phoenix asked him about that if he was trying to take um, Jose into the later rounds because uh, you know just to see if that cardio held up. But he did seem to get a little bit tired. Although I love that he was throwing kicks again. Like you don't see Aldo throwing kicks like he used yeah. to, and I loved watching him. And it was it seemed like it was very effective. And I, I'm like, why did he ever get away from that? Yeah, and they used to train together. So I think that was a main factor and them having that issue. Well, not issue, but them having those past experiences with each other. I think Aldo might have had a ton of success with that. And the one thing I was talking about with Longo was the reason why people I feel don't kick as much is because it's very, very tiring. I'm like, people always make fun of my game. Like, oh, all you do is kick and then you try to wrestle. Go try to wrestle for 15 minutes and go try to throw kicks for 15 minutes. And you tell me how exhausting that is. So, um 
I think there's a reason why people don't do it. So easier to stand in the pocket, swing and bang. Um, but I, I think when you're approaching it from a technical standpoint, it's a lot more uh, energy consumption in that uh-huh. type of uh, aspect. In my opinion, you know, I could be completely wrong, but this is what I feel. Kicking uses a lot more energy. It's a much bigger muscle. And uh, I, I find I could throw punches all day in comparison to, to throwing kicks all day. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you about the last fight. Um, you know, ending in the first round, I mean, we, we assumed you were going to win that fight. Obviously, I had you pick to win that fight. But I mean, in the, in the uh, you know, the first round, uh, rear naked choke, I'm, I'm looking right now at the time uh, at 128. Um, I mean, were you surprised it went that quick? Honestly, yes and no. I, you know what the weird thing is, like, and I don't know if it's weird, but I think I, I made up my mind that morning, like the morning of the fight. I do this thing. It's a, kind of like a little ritual that I do. I just listen to all my motivational videos, watch like highlight tapes of like the greatest, like a Canelo Alvarez, uh, Mayweather, Conor McGregor, uh, a GSB, like the best of the best guys. And uh, Ali, just trying to get in their, their mental mindset because it's one thing to train. But the mental preparation is always the hardest part, man. Stepping in the cage is easy. But if you're not mentally there, I think anything bad can happen. So, you know, that always helps me get my mindset. And then from there, I just kind of looked in the mirror as the, the thing, the, the stuff was playing in the background. And I was just like, you can finish this guy in one round. And I was like, don't worry about what happened with Caraway. That was, we know why that happened. You did three workouts the day of the fight. We, we were calculated. We're in shape. Let's push it. We did eight hard rounds with fresh bodies. I'm like, yo, let's just go for the kill in the first round and see what happens. And uh, I was like, I know you can take him down. And just kind of like self-talk, man. Self-talk myself, like, we're going to cut him off, pressure him. We're going to take a calculated shot, take him down. And once we get on his back, that should be pretty much the fight. And uh, that's exactly what happened. And it's honestly really crazy. I didn't think it would go like that, but I knew if I did get him down, it would be a pretty good night for myself. And uh, sure enough, that happened, man. I I thought we were going to both end up in the hospital, to be honest. Like, even throughout the entire training camp, I thought that was going to be a sling him out fight just because I know he wants it just as bad as I did. And, uh, I knew that was my path of least resistance. What is it that feeling when when you're uh, you know you're on his back and you're starting the choke and obviously you know he's going to try to get out of it. What is the moment where you know like I have him, like I really got him and he's not getting out? Oh, uh, you know what? The first one I thought I had him, but I had a little bit of doubt. I was like, I feel like this is just more pain than anything. It's like more so a neck crank, and uh, I was like, I feel like I could get it, but I know. He's super tough. We saw that in the Yuri Alcantara fight. Pretty much had his arm dislocated and bent and broken and came back and won the fight, pounded the guy out. And uh, I was like, I can't let this happen to me. So then when I switched over and once I had it around his shoulder and my right hand disappeared behind his neck, I was like, oh, this fight's over. He's not getting out of this. There's no way he's getting out of this. And I just kept the squeeze, the, the pressure on, the constant pressure. And uh, I just feel I have a different – type of squeeze, man. If I can get my hands around someone's neck, it's, uh, I, I would compare it to like a vice grip, man. So good luck for anybody else that gets taken down. That's why like, even with that PD on fight, I'm like looking at that fight and I'm chomping at the bits. And I'm like, Oh my God, this feels like supper just on the table. Hot and ready. <laughs> like, dude, man, this is, this is a tailor made matchup for me. Like I feel I would have to just completely shit the bed and not show up to fight to lose that fight in terms of styles. But we all know that you, it's who shows up on fight day. So Pion is a tough dude, but I just had that much belief in my skill set. Yeah, and I think you should because he was saying that uh, 
And again, fighters will say things just because they're saying things and, and to get in someone else's head. But he was saying that he thinks Aldo is a more dangerous matchup for him than you. Um, and I don't think that's true. And I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you. I, I think you're a, a much more dangerous matchup for him than Jose was. Yeah, I think he was probably talking in the sense of being physically hurt or knocked out. I, I guess that's the only thing he could be comparing that to because for him to say that is just kind of like, well, based on what? I mean, yeah. if you're gonna say, if we're talking wins and losses. I think I'm probably the biggest threat for him in terms of what I can do and uh, how I can finish the fight. I got multiple ways to finish the fight, especially if I take you down. That's that's like a given. And if I take you down, if I get mount, if I get your back, I, I think it's it's just a it's a dangerous fight. So if you're talking dangerous in terms of oh I could get knocked out, then yeah, then you can maybe say that in terms of him standing in a pocket and trading. Since I don't typically always fight like that that's not really my mo so i get if you're saying that then i get it but man don't 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 let the uh the wrestling fool you man don't let the wrestling fool you peter i call him peter butter <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and i wanted to ask you too um and we may be getting gilbert soon so he may jump in i don't know um i i love the the fact do you get a poster from every card you're on yeah yeah um every fight card suffer uh Vegas of this last fight card. Uh, I didn't get one for this one. Normally we sign them. So most of these are all signed. The one with my UFC debut is the Ronda Rousey one. And when I was living in this basement at some house in Uniondale, it ended up getting water damage. There was like a lot of mold and it got damaged. And when I came back from, I think, a a fight, and I was like, I got to get the hell out of this place. I moved out. And, uh, yeah, that one of my posters. Good thing they gave us three in 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 a bin or a barrel, whatever you want to call it. And the one that had all the signatures was the one that got damaged. So at least I have one. So I'm kind of still happy about that. Oh, the signed one is the one that got messed up. Yeah. Cause I had that one out and yeah, I had it like pinned. Yeah. It's, it's so get that one signed that, that way you get, it's possible for you to get all those people to sign that. It'll be a fun project to do. You'll probably see most of them again. Then I thought, oh, I'm Rhonda you can get. Yeah, that is true. I could try to round everybody up. Well, yeah, different fights. You see someone on the card, or maybe you don't care as much. I mean, I would want to get it signed because I'm, I'm an idiot like that. Gilbert, how are you? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can't hear you guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing well, buddy. How are you feeling? Yeah, a lot better. Almost 100%. Not, not 100% yet, but a lot better. We've t- I've talked to different people who have tested positive and, and some just felt like the sniffles and other people have felt devastated. Did you feel something was wrong before you got tested? Yeah, I felt a little bit, I felt a lot of headache, like very strong, a lot of congestion, a lot of, but then I got tested on Monday prior to the week and uh, the test came back negative. And on Thursday I went to Vegas and when I got to Vegas, I tested it and then I got positive. And uh, the results just came on Friday. Friday, they called me back again. And came, the second test was positive as, as well. So then after that, I had one day of strong fever, very, very, very strong, and a lot of chills at that night. But after that, just strong headache, congestion, can not smell nothing? Now I still a lot of congestion, but no more headache. And uh, I just don't feel a lot of energy like I had normal, you know. I'm still sleeping a lot. I wake up at like 9, 30, 10, like, you know, like not a lot of energy. It's normal. 
So it is something that you felt the, you definitely felt the physical effects of it. It wasn't just a positive test. You really, you felt it and, and it would, would have affected the way you fought. 100%. I don't, I don't think by Saturday, the day of the fight, I was feeling better, but I don't know if it could make the way, even it's not crazy wake up, but it could, I don't know if I would be able to train for the fight week, even with the travel, with the, with the jet lag, a lot of time difference. Yeah, I don't think I will perform my best. And how do you feel mentally? I mean, you have, uh, you know, you're obviously quite a streak, uh, Nelson and, uh, and Woodley and Maya, and you're winning all these fights very impressively. Um, and then mentally you get this, this shot, and then this happens. What, what, does that do anything to you mentally? Um, how do you feel, aside from physic- physically not feeling well? Uh, on the beginning, it was devastating. I was looking forward. That was my dream to become a champion. And I got the opportunity and everything was good. I have a nice training camp, a good training camp. I was ready. I had a strategy. And uh, the last minute, going to the fight, I was about to go on the flight to fight Island Friday night. Friday morning, got the news. We got retested. Second test came positive, too. So it was devastating on the beginning. And, uh, and it was hard to deal with that, you know, to swallow that, to make that, okay, it is what it is. You know, I'm not fighting. It was hard to to swallow that pill. But, and especially the way we had to come back because two of my coaches test positive as well. And we had to drive back to from Vegas to Florida because we couldn't get to a plane, to the airport, you know. That would be hard for, it would maybe contaminate other people. So we had to drive back. And that road trip was devastating. Like we live on, the, we left Vegas Saturday afternoon about two o'clock, maybe three o'clock, and then we get home in Florida Sunday morning. You know, so we and we didn't have a break. We just stopped to put gas and, uh, and get food, bathroom, and we keep driving. So yeah, that was a, that was like three, four days. Hardest day, you know, that was getting the news on Friday, then start driving, then just get home on Sunday, and then rest the whole Sunday. And uh, right now, I'm okay mentally. I'm in a great place right now because I get, just got a confirmation that I'm going to fight for the title next. And uh, I think it was too much. Too. I had three training camps, fight them in my in Brazil, come back, no stop, asking for a wooded fight, was getting ready for that. Boom, get a dominant performance, first time doing five rounds. Get no rest, jumping back on training, fighting, you know, getting ready for a title shot. I'm not a five, five minute round training camp. And uh, yeah, I think that's why my immunity came down and I got the virus. And uh, I just need a little break and I'll be good. But mentally, I'm, I'm confident and strong again. I'm going to get the shot. So I just need to get healthy and back to work. Can, can I, uh, you, now you're saying you've got a confirmation that you're, you're next to fight. Uh, because there had been talk about we had just we just spoke with Leon Edwards. There had been talk about you guys possibly fighting for a number one uh, contender. I'm judging by your reaction. That's not uh, that's not how you've heard it. Um, can you tell us the confirmation and what exactly they said? Uh, I got a confirmation from Dana. He texted me on Sunday, and then he said the fight that he wants is Burns against Usman. That was from from Dana. The fight with Leon Edwards is not happening. I said, sorry, Leon Edwards, but that fight's not happening right now. 
like I said, I had three training camps. Training camp for Damian Maia, and I fought Dominic Performers. And I trained training camp back-to-back against Tyler Woodley, Dominic Performers. And I got another training camp for the champ. And it didn't happen because it tested positive. But now I'm going to my fourth training camp this year to fight for the title. There's no way I'm fighting Leon Edison between do like five training camps in one year. It's just not happening. And I respect what Leon Edwards been doing because he, he got a good streak. He beat two of my guys. You know, he beat Vicente Luke and he beat RDA, two of my Brazilians, very close friends. Vicente's kind of like a brother to me. I was there on his corner, but that was that was 2005 on my head. That was so long ago. Vicente Luque did uh, over 10 fights after that loss. And another coincidence is July 20 right now. It's my birthday. And that's Leon Edwards' anniversary. One year without training. So don't blame me the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic was this year. What happened last year, July to January to December? That guy's not active as I am. I did four fights. Where that guy was wrestling. I did four fights. Plus the grappling mat. Plus the corners. I'm just... I'm just working way harder than this guy to get a place that I am. The the president, Dana White, said, oh, wait, I'm next. They, we got, I see a couple pools that a lot of reporters did. Uh, they want to see Burns against Usman. Sorry, Owens, but he needs to get another fight. I, I would love to see, I mean, if I had my choice, I'd love to see you against Usman. And just for my own person, I would love to see uh, Leon against uh, Masvidal. That's a fight that I've wanted to see just Me as a too. fan for quite a while. Me too. I'm a, f- a huge fan too. As soon as I lost that fight, like I lost the opportunity to fight to Usman, I want to see another guy jump in. And I was excited to see Masvidal, but I kind of knew it the way it was going. I had a, I had a feeling that the fight was going to be boring that way. But if I'm with the matchmaker, I will ask Leon if he wants to fight uh, Masvidal. If Masvidal would have won that fight right now, I would try to to put Masvidal against Kobe. Uh, against Covington. Yes, Kobe Covington, yeah. Yeah, is he even ready to fight, though? He said his jaw wasn't broken, but Kamaru said he broke his jaw. I don't even know the status of his injuries. Uh, be, because he's from Florida, and we know a lot of things. We heard a lot of things here. I know he's training MMA masters. I know he's training. He's getting ready. I heard a lot of this week they having a conversation against Woodley, against Kobe. That's the fight that they want. So if I was, like I said, if I was, I think he's ready, but if I was a matchmaker, I would do the way you said, I would put Kobe against Woodley, match dog against Leo Anderson, and me against Kamaru. I think that that's a great lineup, you know? I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I think what's happening with the, for your fight versus Usman, I think the UFC is looking at it as this is the money fight that we can sell because obviously, and I got a training partner in the same weight class as myself as well, who's very high level in Marab. And I can see them saying, like, this is a, a thing that we can sell. And maybe they, they're going to try to blow it up and make it worse than what you and Usman, because obviously you guys are still good friends, but they're probably going to use that as an angle to, to really sell it to, to, to the casual fans, I guess, and uh, make it a bigger thing. And hopefully you guys don't, like, get caught up in it where it starts to get a little bit personal, you know, because that can easily happen when it's high stakes. You know, you're fighting for a world title. You know, this changes – the amount of money that he makes is changing yeah, the amount of money that you make. So it's a big opportunity for, for both guys and life-changing opportunity for you, you know? 100%. That's why I'm not fighting uh, Leon Edwards too because if I fight Leon <laughs> Edwards, I'm going to get, 
you know, that least amount of money. If I'm fighting for the title and get that least amount of money, why I'm going to, you know, make one more training camp going through all of that, fight this guy to have a title shot that I already have. So it doesn't make no sense. I'm not the guy to turn fights down to say, oh, I don't want to fight. But as of right now, I want to fight for the title. <laughs> I don't want to fight this guy, you know. That's a step back. Why? Yeah, smart. I mean, Frankie Edwards, to, uh, sorry, Frankie, Frankie, uh, Frankie Edgar took that fight against Ortega. And, uh, you know, when, when I think Max yeah. got hurt and, and you saw how that kind of derailed him. Yeah, that was the best example ever. Why I'm going to take the charge if I already have the title shot. Like, doesn't make no sense. And like, like, like you just said, Aljamain, like, people, I, I'm, I think I'm way, I just, it's even hard to say that, but if you take all the top five, maybe top ten, the two more competitive fights that, that can really compete and win against Kamaru Usman is me and Kobe. Like, the other yeah. guys, he already beat all of, a lot of these guys, and a couple of guys are not in the conversation that might be, might be, I think those guys might have the ability to be, to be on that level is Josh Neal and maybe wanted by Thompson, but they're not on that conversation right now. They're not on the top of the division yet. I think they'll be very soon, but they're not there right now. But as of right now, I think just near Kobe that, that can really can beat Usman, and that's it for now, I think. What did you think of the uh, Colby fight? Sorry, I was, the, the, because everyone expected it to be a grappling match. And if you, you know, obviously people think that you and Kamara will be a, a grappling. Do you think that you guys would fight on the ground or might it be the total opposite of what people expect and you stand like he and Colby did? I think I hit way harder than Colby. And I think if I put my hands on these guys, they're going to try to wrestle me. That's what I think. But when they try to wrestle me, then there's a different level. I'm a high-level grappler. I can't wrestle. And I think that's why that's why I think I'm a big problem with those guys. To every single one of the guys in that division, going to number 15, to number one, to the champion, I'm a big problem because I hit way harder than a lot of guys. And if I hit you harder, if you're a grappler, you're going to go back to your normal nature. You're going to try to grapple me. But when you grapple me, it's a different level. You saw them and Maya try to take me down, took my back, I was out. As soon as I touched him, he was out. I give, I knock Woodley down a couple times, so I just think I'm a real problem in that division because I have my hands right here, my new ties, and I have my jiu-jitsu. That's one of the highest level in that division. That's why I think it would be a big problem if you just want to grapple, if you just want to strike. I think they're going to try to strike in the beginning, but as soon as they touch there, they oh shit, let, let, let's grapple this guy, you know, that, that's going to change. Um, now being, uh, when are you able to start training again or, or, or to interact with people? Like what, what do you have to do now? Do you have to get tested again? Do you have to have two clean tests or how, how does that work? Like two negative tests? Uh, so, uh, these last Monday, two days ago was two weeks that I test negative. And tomorrow will be two weeks that I test positive. So tomorrow, I'm going to get retested again, see how it's going to come. I'm feeling better. Like I said, I'm not a 100%, but I'm almost there. If I give you a number, it'll be 85%, 80%, almost good. But I think tomorrow I'm going to have the news if I can't go back and you know, go into the gym. because And the other thing that hurts me more, first of all, I'm a competitive. I want to. They, they say I'm next. I want to train, you know. I want to fuck me. I got to train right now. I'm next. But I have a great team. I have doctors. I have my nutritionists, physical therapists. Everyone, they say, hey, you need a little time off. You need three training camps, traveling a lot. So make sure you 
give you, they want me to rest this week and next week. And I say, bro, this week, okay, next week. At least I got to go to the gym because I have a lot of training partners that fighting. And those are my main training partners that they fight in Bellator. I have uh, Jason Jackson. He's one of my best training partners, I think. I got Logan Storley, Adam Borix. Those guys are all Bellator 170 and 145, but they my training partners, you know, like the guys that get me ready. So I hopefully next week I can go there at least to, you know, help these guys out somehow, you know, maybe not training, but, you know, at least right there supporting. But I cannot wait to come back, bro. I'm already like itching my whole body. I cannot stay home no more. Tomorrow I'm doing my test. I hope everything goes okay. I can't do my stuff. But I think to train, I think it got to wait a little bit one more week to, because my immunity season is still down a little bit. I can't feel I'm not full yeah. of energy. So I might wait next week, you know, just come back on the 20, I think at the end of the month, I think I'm going to come back. Was everybody in your, did anybody in your family test positive as well? Or were they all okay? Because sometimes people live in the same house and one person's positive, but they all yeah. okay. Those three days I was, you know, I was locked down in my room. But after that, the kids started running out of the room. They started coming. My wife got back to, Sleep on, on the same bed. I we didn't get tests. I think we all gonna get tests tomorrow. But they get no symptoms. They get enough. They they full of energy. And I feel I feel bad right now because I'm tired and I'm relaxed. And they running away. They doing a lot of things. And you know, but I'm taking my time. But the thing is, the whole Floyd take it. You saw like Marlon Morris just got it. I heard Dean Thomas. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys. A lot of guys got test positive. He in the, at the gym too. My a lot of friends outside of of MMA world, a lot of other friends, they've been having test positive. So it just is a, is a weird thing, but especially here in Florida, it's been crazy. Well, we're obviously looking forward to seeing you. I'm happy to hear that you, uh, you're you going to get the shot. Um, and again, I, I love that you you uh, against Usman. And, and if uh, I want to see Leon fight too. I would love to see him in Masvidal if Masvidal is, is game for that fight because those guys have something to settle um, yes, from qu- quite a while ago. I really want to see that. <laughs> Me too. The three pieces in the soda got it, man. Come on, we got to revenge <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 can't go unforgiven. Uh, I mean, un un uh, unavenged. Listen, it's good talking to you, man, and I'm happy that you're you're healing up, and and uh, hopefully you get healthy soon. And uh, I'm sure we'll have Gilbert Burns news soon enough, and we'd love to have you back on and and uh, talk again. And we're sorry about what happened, but I'm glad that you're healing up. Yeah, no, it is what it is. You know, I think I got, I, I'm a believer. I believe God got good plans for me. And I'm just, I, it was hard to accept. Yeah. But now I accept it. It's all good. And I'll just move on and get ready for my title shot. It must be at least a little satisfied. At least it affected you where you felt like you were sick. If you were asymptomatic and felt totally fine, that'd probably be even harder to take because you're like, I didn't, I didn't yeah. even feel it. But at least, you know, like you didn't, you felt run down. So at least you know it did kind of hit you and it affected you. It's better than feeling nothing at all. Yeah, 100%. I felt like shit one day is not good, but at least I know I wasn't ready to fight. You know, at least, yeah, that, that's one thing that gave me, okay, I wasn't ready, you know. You weren't ready. Yeah, it still hurts, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, but you know that at least you know that you, you, it was legitimately, uh, it would be terrible. If, being asymptomatic must suck if you lose a fight, you, you know, because you feel like you were ready. Uh, Gilbert, great talking to you. Thanks for giving us a little bit of time today. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you before your next fight. For sure. Thank you, guys. All right, pal. Take care. Take it easy.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I miss you guys, man. What's up? Let me tell you something really quick. So I'm in the um, the I was in the uh, the pool today on the rooftop, you know, and uh, Peter Yan and his crew pull in, you know. So I see Peter Yan and he sees me. And he gets in the pool and he waves to me and he starts and he starts going like this, like like he wants to pummel. Aljo, are you there? He's the right here. Yeah. Aljo. Yeah. He's asking me if I want to pummel, I think. So I go, what? So he comes over and we start like pummeling a little bit. And then he starts getting my arm and try. I go, why? Wow. What are you trying to attack me for, Aljo? What the <laughs> fuck is this? What is and he doing? He was laughing. Oh, nah, wow. he, was, he was being friendly. But there was a little bit of a, a language that he doesn't speak awful English. He speaks. But uh, a we talked a little bit. You know, we talked a little bit. You know, about his fight with Jose and everything. And I told him, you know, I'll be seeing you. I'm going to be with Aljo. <laughs> you know, then, he, then, he, then he's, he's going back to Siberia. So I don't know. <laughs> Guy's from Siberia. Aljo, Aljo, I hope you're fucking training hard. This guy's in Siberia. What the fuck is he got? What's he doing in Siberia but training? I don't know. Jumping in lakes like I saw in his video, their videos. I don't know. I saw a video with Uriah Faber. Oh, a picture of him and Faber with the team. And then I saw Faber wrestling in the pool with one of Pideon's teammates who also fights at 135. And it says in the caption, um, meet you in the cage soon. Something like that. I'm like, dude, what kind of backwards promotion is this? And then he's attacking Cody Garbrandt, who's his guy. I'm like, dude, this is just weird. Wait, Uriah Faber is? Well, Faber took a picture with them. Pideon posted it and then called out um, Cody Garbrandt and saying I'm I'm here with your guy or something like that and I'm like dude the guy took a picture with you guys and you guys took it and spun it and made it look like you know what I mean just, no. now favorite looks like this kind of like I don't want to say schmuck but like uh, it kind of makes him look bad I don't know I don't know Maybe yeah look- man I think I think those Siberians I think those Siberians have enough friends and they want some enemies man so Aljo I'm with you man <laughs> get this guy but he's I'll tell you the fights were great. Yeah. I was there at the fights. It's right now 1020 at night at three in the, at three in the morning. We're going over to watch the fights. And then the, that same at three in the morning, watching the fights, probably get back here around 10 and then six o'clock. I'm on my way back. It's fucking crazy, man. 
Yeah. And Matt, let me ask you, because you and I were texting during the the uh, the fight, and uh, you know, I I was surprised that Rose was a split decision at all. I thought she clearly won. Yeah. Uh, I guess at twenty eight, twenty seven. Uh, what did you think of um, or twenty nine, twenty eight? Sorry. What What did you think of uh, that Holloway decision? I am I crazy? It literally it looked to me like two two guys. Everyone gave the third round to Volkanovski. I thought Max took the third round, and I thought Volkanovski took four and five. Maybe I saw that wrong. What did you think of that third round? Being there live, I thought that is one of the worst decisions I've seen in a while. Oh. It was, it was. I thought it was fucking bad. Everybody, and I listen, it's not Volkanovski, Volkanovski tried, man. I mean, it's not his yeah. fault. I, mean, I, 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 don't, I, I feel bad, like, even saying this, because I know the guy gave, and, I, and being there, I'm looking, I'm seeing his eyes. The frustration, you know, he got a couple. Sure. Hey, Aljo, oh, I love that inside leg trip. He got yeah. a couple of those, and that's yeah. good for a short guy. I like those those inside leg trips. But besides, but but he didn't do anything with the takedowns, and um, and he got and he got right back up, and it was fucking. Uh, it, it, it was it was a. I I thought it was possibly a shutout. Maybe give him one round. You know what I mean. Volkanovski. So like maybe give Volkanovski. I remember Dana. I mean, said he had two rounds of Volkanovski or whatever. But there was, I mean, you know. You said Dana had three two and you had four yeah. one. Now I gave Volkanovski four and five. I'm, I'm saying in the third, did you did you give the did anybody give the third round? Maybe I'm crazy. Aljo, you watched it too. The the third round I thought was Max. I thought it was close, uh, and I thought Volkanovski fought better. But I gave that to Max. Was that clearly a, a Volkanovski round to you guys? I don't think it was clear at all. I don't even think four and fives were clear. I thought round one and two were clear. And here's my thing with the ruling, the scoring. If you win a round, it's 10-9. The 10-9 must system. So if I drop you, what does that count for? I, I'm winning the round, and then I drop you in the round. That sh- I thought those could have arguably both been two 10-8 rounds. So I, I don't know. That's the way I was looking at it. And even the third round, I thought that was a toss-up. In the fifth round, those takedowns, for him to get right back up, maybe you give him the fifth round for extra output with the wrestling. But, I mean, those weren't damaging takedowns. In rounds four, I thought that was really close as well. And you can make the argument for Max to win, yeah, four to one. Honestly, you really can. Okay. Yeah, I had three, too. But four to one, I would have accepted as well. Dana, Dana, said, Dana said there was a, a betting site that was giving money back if they lost money on Holloway. How was that? What does that say? Yeah. Did you hear that, Jimmy? No, yeah, I don't, I'm thinking about what do you mean? There was some site where you bet, you make bets for the fights. They were giving money back for people that lost the, uh, or whatever, for, for Max. Am I saying it right, Aljo? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, people who, people who lost on betting Max because the decision yeah. was so bad? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Wow. Oh, sure. <laughs> Listen. By the um, way, Matt, let's be to jump. That's really what a that's going to win them a lot of goodwill for that betting site. Like, who's not going to use that site if they're like, "Hey, these guys might not do it all the time, but they have integrity at least." Hey, man, that was and wait, and somebody gave one of those. They they made that a split decision for Rose. Is that right? No. Yes. Yes. How yes. fucking crazy too. It's fucking and crazy. While, and while you while I have you here, let me just look in um. <laughs> I got a. I was looking on my Instagram, and it's it's Pat Barry. Man, y'all see that shit? 
God, I guess. <laughs> that's my place. Then he did the man with a lot of A's and that with a lot of A's. So I said, beautiful, buddy. She did awesome. I'm happy for you guys. Jimmy, so I guess because they were yeah. on the show the other day, that's nice. I'm happy for Rose. I thought Rose did excellent. She a little great. scary in that last round with Andrade. She was coming back like the fucking raging bull. Yeah, you know of what course, I mean? sure. But uh, I'm happy for Rose. Very happy to get some redemption there for her. Yep. And um, oh, I heard Marlon has COVID. Is that true? Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what uh, Gilbert Burns just said. Well, Pedro Munoz had it down there too, and they, those guys trained together down at ATT. Hey, Aljo. All I'm saying, anybody I'm talking to is saying Aljo has to be next. See, sometimes I feel I'm fucking biased, which I might be because you're my buddy. But fuck that, man. Look what you did with look what you did to uh, Sanhagen, who who was going through people, man, high level guys, and yep. you made that shit look like UFC number one. I mean, <laughs> it's I, we talked about it before. On that night you fought, there was two other um, guys in your weight class, uh, Cody Garbrandt, uh, Sugar. Uh, oh, I, I, was, I was about to say Sugar Sean. It, it's, it's, um, it's uh, I think a fucking Shane Mosley because he was a fucking Sugar too, wasn't he? Uh, was it uh, Sugar or Rashad Evans too, right? God, so many goddamn Sugars. Yeah. But anyway, O'Malley. Um, they had great knockouts. And usually knockouts are, are favored over submissions, yet everybody was talking about Aljo that night because it wasn't only the submission he put on, it's the, the fashion that he did it, and it's the opponent on, on who he did it, on what, right. who he did it to. So, hey, man, I think it's undeniable, you know? And I, and I told Dana a little bit, but, you know, we were busy, and he's like, oh, yeah, we got, we got to figure it out. He said Marlon. He goes, oh, we passed up Marlon for this fight. And then I brought up some of the same facts I just brought up now. And uh, Marlon's on a two-fight. I don't know. I listen. I, what's that? Marlon is technically on a two-fight losing streak because Dana thought Aldo beat Marlon. So that's yeah. on a two-fight losing streak in Dana's mind. That's what if he's gonna go bending the rules to give Aldo a shot because he thought he won, right? Then technically Marlon's on a two-fight losing streak. So how do you give him the shot after he lost, crumbled to to say, you know, and I've been there, you know, Marlon did that to me. I bounced back and then he loses, has a close fight to Aldo, which Dana thinks he, he lost. And then you give him the shot. Like, I'm just trying to make sense out of what Dana is saying and doing so that I can understand. You know? Well, listen, man, I think it's going to work out. I think you're going to be fighting for the title. And speaking of you bouncing back, I was in the pool, like I mentioned earlier. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I mingle. I'm social. And I ran into these guys from Wales, and they were the Pikey's crew. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, see, see, Aljo had to bounce back after a, a couple of tough fights, some learning experiences, and he had to come back, Jimmy, if you don't remember, and fight the Pikey, Brett. What's his name? Brett what? Brett Johns, undefeated. Brett Johns, the Pikey, and the Pikey was undefeated at the time. Ain't that right, Aljo? Yeah, fifteen and 0. 15 and 0. Well. He ain't undefeated no more. You understand? <laughs> he didn't like dancing with the fucking funk master in there. And you had to come back and fight him. And then you had to and then you had to fight. I, I believe it was was it Cody Stammen right after him? Yeah, right after. And was he undefeated also? Or he had in the, UFC, in the UFC, he beat Bryce Airway. Yes. And uh Aljo, look what you've done, Aljo. You had to deal with some adversity, got that shit out of the way. 
And now you never look better. You took out you took out one of the toughest guys in the division. You deserve the title shot. You understand? Uh, you do. And everybody's gonna be rallying around that. You know? I've been, you know, I hear all these other I, you know, you see shit on social media to everybody else. Everybody, not just me, is saying that you deserve it. So, hey man, let's be positive, let's hang tight. And uh, hopefully you're fighting for that fucking title soon, man. And it's also, you know what, Alja, you were saying, what is Dana, like, what's his thinking? Uh, you know, Jose is getting older and he's been around a long time and he's a legend. And with guys like that, there's probably not a whole lot of fights left. And they may have just said, fuck yeah. it, just give him the shot because it's a big name. He's, he's going for a second belt uh, yeah. weight class. You know, yeah. it's one of those. So that's that's like almost something you couldn't have. There's nothing you could have done to. to have- he looked. He- yeah, he looked good in that fight too. I mean, that was a, that was good until yeah. you know Peter, you know, picked it up and just he, he's relentless. But styles make fights, and he never fought anybody like Aljo. And uh, Aljo, I, I I just I just let it be let it known. I let it be known that the guy doesn't want to fight you. I'm not saying he doesn't want to fight you. I'm saying the guy would rather fight maybe another strike, like guy who's. Yeah. Not that you can't strike. A guy that's a pure striker. Aljo, use the platform. <laughs> what do you want to say to Peter Yan? I, I want to let Mr. Peanut Butter know that I'm coming from him. Backpack is coming. Put that ass. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking like it, man. You know? Um, want to talk about some fights? Who do you guys... Are you guys done with the interviews? You guys talked to everybody? Yeah, yeah. We've been going for... Uh, probably hour and a half, maybe close to that. Oh, yeah, right. we, we did. Uh, no, no, we talked to uh, we talked to Gilbert. We talked to Leon Edwards. Uh, we chatted for Ow. a bit first. What's up with Leon Edwards? He's hoping to get back into the gym July 25th. Um, yeah. he, he's looking. He said uh, they he said they offered him the fight first and that he turned it down because he hadn't trained much since May. I think he said, right, Aljo was May. It was for a while. He didn't train for a while, which I understand. That's that's a tough situation. It's a tough decision to make, jumping in a title fight that you're not ready for. You, you don't know when that shot's going to come but, around. Again. And yeah. listen, I, I totally understand that. I totally understand. Because you don't want to go in, you know, unprepared. Sure. But, but you know you're up there in the fucking rankings. You know if somebody gets hurt, somebody gets COVID, somebody gets something, These days, you're going to yeah. be in. Yep. Why the fuck aren't you training, man? You might get that call, which he did get, and then he's like, ah, I'm on the couch. You're in quarantine. You might as well be doing some fucking chin-ups. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> you know what I mean, Jimmy? I think right guys out- are less likely, Matt, and again, nobody will say this, but I think guys, I mean, I mean, again, uh, Masvidal took him, but I think guys are more hesitant to take a grappler when they haven't been uh, training and had a full camp than, than uh, a striker. And I, th- I think a guy would much rather deal with a striker than, than someone that's going to press you against the cage for five rounds and smother you. I mean, you see what stepping on his feet, Ugh, just a fucking I nightmare. I, I didn't care for it at all. Like that would be horrible. <laughs> Dude, that's that, that not a lot of enough people do that shit, man. I've been doing that forever, man. I love stomping on some toes. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jimmy? Give me a little piggies. This little piggy's going to the hospital. <laughs> you oh, like stepping on those little piggies. Yeah, no, oh, I know. I'm sending those little motherfuckers to the hospital. <laughs> um, what else, Jimmy? What have you been watching? 
but literally not much. I've been kind of obs- I'm doing this TBS thing where Chip is competing. So that's kind of where my uh, it's a long story, but that's where my energy has been for the last two weeks. Dude, I, let, let me ask you, Jimmy. Do you have because you're home alone? I mean, Aljo, if he's on lockdown, he's got his girlfriend there, and uh, you. Do you ever like have just walk around the house as Chip or anything? Yeah, by yourself. I, I, yeah, no, I you, do a lot. Yeah, I'm nude. I, it's I, it's an awful life. No, but Jim, <laughs> that's not Jimmy. I don't think that's too normal, though. No, it's not. It's not a healthy lifestyle at all. It's just I me miss alone. You, I, miss I miss you too. So you you are coming back today uh, or or to, or or tomorrow. Um, tomorrow. Thursday, and then I'm on a 15-hour flight, and I arrive in Vegas on Thursday. Now, before, so it's like, it's like I'm going back in time. How was your flight out? Because I was obsessed with wanting to know what your plane ride was going to be. <laughs> Dude, why would I worry about that? Don't you? I'm a Hall of Famer. Why would I think I'd be in coach? Were you in business? Why would I do that? I don't were, have low self-esteem. Were you in why business? Would I think, why would I put that on me and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't see my ticket. Of course, I flew in style, buddy. Business? Business. Yeah, it's nice. Who'd you oh, say that I just found out, found out I got first on the way back. Oh, oh, Do you really? It's, not that much a, it's really not that much a difference, though. What airline? Just, Is it Emirates? I think, I think so. I don't, oh, no, I don't know. No, no, no. It's a good first class. Fuck. Oh, no, it's good. Oh. It's, business class is perfect, too. I don't of give a fuck. Of course it is. Oh, you got your cubby holes, you know, like you could put it all the way back. You sleep, you put it up, you eat your little snacks, you watch your TV. I'm going to have fun, Jimmy. Dude, I want to go to Abu Dhabi just to fly the airline. Like I literally, am, am, their airline is so good um, that I, I want to go to the Middle East just to fly it once. It's supposed to be great. So enjoy the trip. That, that's where the flight is a, is a part of it. It's not like an inconvenient thing. It's something that you're doing and it's actually a fun part of doing what you're doing. Yeah, I heard. Did you ever hear the difference between um, Saudi uh, Arabia and Abu Dhabi? Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi, what's that? Well, I mean, Saudi Arabia, they don't have Flintstones. But Abu Dhabi, no! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen it's not, it's not, that's not one of my best. <laughs> but Abu Dhabi, dude, Aljo, Aljo's giving me the pity smile. That's actually- Jimmy wants to hang up on me. Guys, listen. I don't know what to I do. Set, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. But, but Abu Dhabi, do on that note, I think I'm going to let you guys go because Aljo can hang out all day. I can tell he's relaxed. He's still. <laughs> I think Cloud Seven right now. He's not totally off the cloud. He's still happy as fuck from what he did in his last fight. Jimmy, as a comedian, I think you just want to spit on me. No, I'm. I love you. I'm just defeated. You right look now. like that. Why do you just, look like you're in pain. I'm just defeated. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to respond. Abu Dhabi, <laughs> do it. Just it drained something out of me today. It took a piece right. of whatever life I had and it drained it. <laughs> <laughs> guys, listen, man. I know you had a long show. Uh, I'm happy to see you guys. Yes. And. Uh, I'm going to go to some fights in a little bit. I'm going to enjoy Fun, that. Uh, yes. It should be next, next week. I'm back. Good, buddy. Unfiltered Army, I am back. But I'm happy to see Aljo co-hosting, you know, when he's not yes. busy doing the weekly scraps. And, oh, yeah. uh, hey, man, I'm, I'll let you guys go. No, we're going we're gonna to wrap up anyway, Matt. So we'll oh, all say goodbye all together. Uh, 
Aljo, thank you so much. Uh, you know, we love having you on and, th- and thanks for being here. I know today was crazy for you. So thanks a lot for going home and, and, and helping us out. It's very appreciated. Thank you. Man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Plug something, Aljo. Plug the weekly scraps. Check out the podcast, the weekly scraps. Where is that? Anywhere you can get podcasts? Anywhere, iTunes? YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, all that good stuff. And it's you and Stephen Lee? Sometimes, Steve. Most of the time, it's by myself. But Stephen Lee jumps on. I try to bring him in there when I can. Yeah, he's not fancy. I get Longo. I gotta get you on there. Shit. I mean, I'm not gonna be that uh, an asshole. But you, you literally never invited me. <laughs> well, this Style whole COVID thing happened, so I didn't it's know. If you, were down I, you know, I can't get mad at you. Listen, I miss you guys. Yes. Have a safe trip back, man, and uh, enjoy the fights tonight. And I'll I'll talk to you in a couple days. You got it, man. Aljo, I'll hit you up when I'm back, too. Uh, back to Take me. a picture of first class, Matt. I want to see what that first class looks like. Oh, I sure will, buddy. All right. You know I Put the feet up. Put the feet up. Yeah. Uh, put the feet up. I'm looking forward. I'm actually looking forward to it. All right, guys. Thanks right. for having me. Aljo, Matt. Take care, guys. Later. Later, guys. Bye, everyone. Here's to the paper pushers. The Rush Hour Warriors and the Gotta Get Awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.